Coming up on a special combination edition of BYU Football with Kalani Sitake and BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, the Cougar football team gets back on the winning track with a toe-tapping triumph in Boise, while the Cougar hoopsters grind out their own dramatic win over a team from the Gem State. And we've got both head coaches to break it all down next on BYU TV. This is BYU Football with Kalani Satake, presented by Intermountain Healthcare. And now, your host, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right. Hello and good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back inside our Tuesday night home at Studio C here in the BYU Broadcasting Building in Provo, Utah for our very special crossover combination edition of the Coaches Show featuring the football and basketball head coaches together on set. Always a good time when they team up. And we're happy you're joining us, whether live or on demand, on the BYU TV and BYU radio apps. For those watching live, we invite you to take part in our live polls via the Opine app. Just get the app on your phone, then watch the side of the screen for poll questions throughout the show, or take part through social media using the hashtags Sitake Show and Pope Show. Coming up on tonight's special combo cast, we'll welcome in Coach Kalani and take a look back at last Saturday's win on the blue, uh, the blue turf of Boise State. We'll recap the season so far and look forward to the Cougs finishing strong after their upcoming bye week. We'll say hello to Mark Pope for the first time this season and recap last night's wild win over Idaho State as we look ahead now to San Diego State. Coach Kalani and Coach Pope answer your questions as well together in our special combination Q&A segment. Let's get this special show underway by bringing in the first of our two head coaches tonight. Please welcome in BYU football's main man, Kalani Sitake. Hi, Hazel. And once again, Hazel Haymuli, hey, our lay girl, season-long right. service. And I'm, the, I'm on the court side now. Well, this, well, yes, we're half and half tonight. Yeah. By the way, this is the first night I've hit the set without my lay. Where is my lay? I thought there was something wrong. Something doesn't quite feel yeah. right. We're going to get on this. We've got interns. We've got producers. We've got showrunners. We're going to find my lay. That's I'm not only... giving you mine if that's what no, you're trying to do. No, it's fair. Okay, yeah. Nor should you. <laughs> but there is one with my name on it somewhere out there. We're going to get this before too long. Um, and thanks to Lays for Days for providing our lays each and every week. And I don't feel right without one. We're going to fix that. Um, welcome back. Great to be here. Really good to see you. Yeah, my man. <laughs> It's, it's better talk. It's actually nice to actually talk to you because I yeah. couldn't talk to you Saturday night. I know. I mean, I love Riley, but, you know, it, it was, it's good to hear your voice. And I know you're, <laughs> I mean, it, it's a good time for you to get a bye this week as well. Yeah, get your voice it. back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun over the weekend and uh, just, you know, just really happy to get that win and, and our guys you know, one always, step closer to the bowl game. Yeah, right, which will happen on the next win. Um, always more about just wins or losses. Uh, but it's always nice to be able to look back on a victory when you come in and join us here on Tuesdays. Uh, it was a grind there through October, wasn't it? It was, and, and um, I mean, definitely some tough times, but uh, I think uh, there's a lot of growth, a lot of opportunities to learn and, uh, and, and to love. And uh, guys, um, I, I thought it brought us closer as a, as a team, as a unit, and uh, you know, the, the belief, the faith in each other is still there and, and, and actually increased. And, uh, we needed that when it came to the game. There were certain points in the game in Boise where the guys had to draw from each other and, and uh, make things happen, and I'm glad they did it. You know, I was going to ask um, what was a good thing that remained constant uh, throughout the four-game slide, but maybe, maybe you just kind of hit on it with, uh, you said, closeness. Yeah, I mean, we, we have a great group of young men and, and great staff, and, and, and um, 
You know, they, they, I know that people keep focusing on the results of the games, and uh, but the, the work continues. And, and I, I've said this before that as long as we have guys that are willing to work hard and, and, and believe in what they're doing, uh, good things can happen. And, and it just happens that uh, the results weren't, didn't go our way, but it did this weekend, and it's something that we can build on. And looking forward to trying to extend the season one more, you know, one more game. And, we can get that done with the uh, with the, the win in our next you know, next week after this bye week. Did you have any kind of feeling going into Boise State that Saturday night could be the night? Did you have a, a, a second sense there? No, but you can sense the, the 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 urgency from our players and from everyone to get to get that win. I think there's a and usually when that happens, there's an opportunity where guys can really flourish. But there's also you have to warn them about the the um, tight being tight, and not not playing at their best, and then. Uh, uh, I was just really proud of the guys. I, I mean, it wasn't like the game was air-free, but um, the result was what we wanted. And, and we knew going into that game as a rival game. We're used to uh, seeing Boise as a familiar um, opponent, so uh, you know, wanted to get back at it. Plus, they remember what happened last year, you know. And so there's a lot of there's a lot of thoughts going into the game, and um, and it's cool to do it, you know, in Boise and in that hostile environment. But there was a lot of our Royal Blue there too, and. Mm -hmm. And uh, just really appreciate the fans being there and supporting us, and, and a lot of fun with the Boise fans too. I mean, I uh, I think they do a great job supporting their team, and, and it really met some really cool fans there. And obviously, they didn't get the result they wanted, but um, it was a lot of fun, and, and and it's been an honor just being on the field and competing against them. You've already coached so many games at BYU, uh, and sometimes wins run into wins, and weeks run into weeks, but. Could this be a game that you remember fondly when you look back as something that was uh, what you hoped might be a turning point for the season or a, or a game when the team really came together? Does it, does it already feel special to you in a way? Well, it does. I think going, just thinking about the independent era and those, the rival games that you can count on, the, the, the opponents that were there every year, Utah State, um, Boise, and then even Utah for the most part with a, a few years not in there, right? But the, um, uh, being able to get the, the last one in the independent era is important for us. And, we don't know when we're going to be, be seeing Utah State or, or uh, a Boise again on the schedule. And, and um, so it's, it's good to get that one. And, and hopefully we, we meet up with them sometime in the near future. Yeah, and all three of your final meetings, of course, for the time being with those rival uh, teams, all three were wins for BYU. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's I'm glad you mentioned that, too. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, what do you hope that one game, this one game, can mean for the remainder of your season? Well, I mean, I think we just keep working hard and get, getting back to the, the basics. I, I think uh, the, the wins help confirm that the, the growth and the progress is being made. But I think when they see it on film, they can see the, the fundamentals improving too, uh, the little things, the simple things that you can control. And you see it week to week, even through, throughout the season. And um, we've had to play with a number of new players too, new, new guys and some inexperienced guys. and, and um, and a lot of them stepped up to, you know, to, to, the, to, to the call to make plays, and uh, I'm just really proud of them. And so we're looking forward to continuing that and, and, and hopefully getting some guys back with health. But more than anything, I just I like the vibe of the team, and, and I, I like the belief that they have in each other. And I think uh, we've had a great practice today. We had a great practice yesterday, and looking to finish off the week with a great practice tomorrow. You know, I like your vibe because here we are in early November, and it's always shorts weather for you. I love that. Yeah, I wore pants the other couple of times because I spilled food on my other shorts. So <laughs> other than that, it's like, yeah, 
So I think my calves are my best feature, so I'm gonna show them off as much as I can. Yeah. <laughs> How about the way, were you practicing inside or outside today? Oh, uh, it was it was outside. There was a little bit. I mean, it was too wet. We want to be able to have a clean practice too, but um, you know, I think we practiced. I remember practice last week in the indoor, and the players still went outside and built snowmans and stuff like that. <laughs> so. Uh, if they're going to do that, then we might as well go outside and remind them <laughs> of the, the good old days when I didn't have an indoor facility. All right, yeah, no kidding. Uh, let's, um, enough talk. Let's look back yeah. at some moving pictures from a Saturday night. Uh, game highlights brought to you by Maersk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner, BYU and Boise State. And this was a, a tie game 7-7 early. We, we catch up. There we go. i got my lay on now. Uh, Hinkley Ropat, beautifully uh, designed play, and Hinkley finished it off really well. Yeah, and there's just Hinkley being able to get guys to miss and then just finding open space, and uh, just really proud of him making that play. We thought Puka might have gotten in, did not, and then a second play, did not, and that the first half ended unusually. Um, Big, this was the play that set it up right before halftime, by the way, was that strip sack. Yeah, that was real frustrating because uh, we, we thought we caught a timeout with more time on the clock, and uh, they said that the, uh, you know, it looked like there was only one second on it, but I thought there were six when we when Puka made the original catch. So. We zipped all the way to the end there. We see the Puka. Nakua. And that's the, that's the end of the story right there. Yeah, there that, that's all that mattered <laughs> at the very end, but uh, Puka makes an amazing grab to end an amazing night for him. More on Puka's night coming up in a bit. These are the game stats presented by Smarty, location data experts. And it was a, uh, again, 7-7 after one quarter, 7-7 at halftime. And then all kinds of scoring in the second half, and uh, a lot of good things in that in that stat recap, just in those numbers alone, right there. The fact that you did so well in piling up points and yards against a team that statistically was one of the best defensive teams in the country coming in. Yeah, and I, I mean that's you look at the things that they did. They had a, a win streak um, four in a row. Time. Yeah, that, that when we lost four in a row, and, and um, they did some really good things on defense and, and, and disrupted. I mean, there's there's. Uh, statistics, their statistics are unbelievable and overall defense number two in the country and uh, but we you know we felt really good about our our offense so we can get things clicking and our quarterback feeling 100 percent you know and and, and our, our guys being able to block and knowing their assignments uh good things can happen and so that 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 was the result and um you know we still felt like we could have played better but i i'm really thankful that the guys their effort their energy provide us a way to find a win at the end Let's uh, zero in on Puka's night. Since returning to your lineup with close to full health, these are his last four games. Eight catches, 141, and a score against Arkansas. Seven catches, 114, and a score, Liberty. Seven catches, 79, and a score, ECU. 14 catches, 157, and two scores against Boise State this past week. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's amazing talent, and um, I, I keep saying this over and over. I don't know if people realize that uh, Puka works really hard, and um, we, we kind of joke around because he doesn't know how to do a walkthrough because he just only knows one speed, and that's full speed. And so, you know, the, the uh, uh, I'm just really, really thankful we get to coach him because he he's just brings all kinds of energy. When he and Samson showed up last year, they just bring this energy that, that the, the practice, you feel like that, that practice is the best part of their day. And um, when he plays the game, he has so much energy. I think he spent every amount of energy in this game, but then even afterwards, he was throwing guys around and, and jumping everywhere and just celebrating as much as he can. But uh, he, he has tons of energy and he brings it every day. And he makes those amazing catches every day in practice. He, he just, that's just what he does. So it, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, surprise me that he, he, can, he can, you know, we go on fourth down, we go to him. So 
I don't know if people will double team him next time, but I, I still like our chances. Yeah, him. well, that last catch was a masterpiece. I yeah. mean, I'm sure we've seen it in every possible way at this point, but uh, the footwork, the concentration, the dealing with contact, all those things to finish a play. Yeah, I mean, he had, had his jersey ripped off, off his, to the shoulder pads, and uh, the concentration and focus, and that's, that's the, kid, the kid's an unbelievable talent. Let's hear some from Puka after the game talking with our Spencer Linton. Puka, let's start on the fourth down play from the six-yard line on the game-winning touchdown. What was the call and what happened on that play? Um, it, was a, it was a fade ball. Uh, we came to me earlier in that series, and uh, the quarter made a good play on the ball, and I didn't come down with it. So uh, I think I think Jaron, I think our old line, I think, I think Coach A-Rod, for, and I think the whole team for trusting in me and giving me the opportunity to make that play. But, man, that, that was sweet Jaron Hall, man, my guy. <laughs> when that play goes to review, knowing – what had happened right before halftime? What's going through your mind emotionally right there? That one, I was I was pretty confident. I thought I got in before the one at the before halftime too, but I knew that one for sure. I was I was ready for that one. There was no chance I was leaving that one up to fate. Fourth and goal, game on the line. That's that's the opportunities we live for. That's the things I've been I've been dreaming since I was a little kid. I can't wait to call my family and <laughs> share with them that love. And then being in the locker room with those guys. I mean, we've been in the grind. We've been going through it for us to come to our rivalry game, play here on the blue turf, go through a dogfight, seven seven at halftime, and come out. We score in the fourth quarter, and our defense. Um, they've been going through the grind. But when it came down to it, they got the stop, and we, we come out victorious in Boise. What does a win over Boise in this rivalry series to close things out mean for you on top of snapping a four-game losing streak? Yeah, that's something that Coach Kalania preached these are our rivalry games. We played Utah last year. That was the last time we have them scheduled. We played Utah State this year. We got we so all the all our rivalry games we've been able to knock down, and we never know when the last the next time is going to play with them. So you got to leave it all out there. And uh, we finished the last one right, and we still got a couple more games. But man, it's a it's a nice momentum to finish off the to run into these last two games. We got a, we got one we got a bye week, and then we're coming back home. So it'll be nice. Everybody heal up as much as you can, and then we're playing Utah Tech and Lavelle Edward. You just came out of the locker room. What was the scene like in there? <laughs> a lot of dancing. I don't know if you guys ever seen Clark Barrington hit some dance moves before, but, man, that was sweet. I'm blessed to see that. <laughs> 320 pounds of, of, of human man moving like that. That's, that's a beautiful sight right there. <laughs> okay, let's rewind to the last couple of offensive series. Back and forth game. You're up, you're down. You're up, you're down. What's the key to maintaining composure and not folding like – this team has uh, in, in a few of the games during the losing streak. Um, I think confidence. I, I don't know if they're uh, – it was some, not necessarily anything during the week, but the guys, we made plays to see um, Hinkley come out there and make a big-time play when we needed it, cut, score a 40-yard touchdown on a screen play. Um, Peeney, our run game has been consistent. It's nice. Jaron Hall, whenever the ball's in his hand, everybody knows we're confident. We, we trusted him. and. Everybody out there, uh, Isaac, we, <laughs> he came up to me after there and said, thanks for saving me. But it's every play. Not one play is going to make us lose the game. And it was every guy out there, all 11 men, putting out all the effort they can and leaving it out there in the field. And this is, this is the, end, the end goal when everybody leaves it out there. We come out victorious. So it's nice for the boys in Brigham. They're trying to turn the lights out on you here. But I know you are the shining light tonight, Puka. Uh, how are you feeling, by the way? Because it felt like you were targeted 20-plus times. Um, possibly. I got some blood out here, but that's how football works. I, I love this game. I'll do anything for those guys in that locker room, whether they want me to block the Mike Backer, block the DN, or run 50 yards and catch the ball, run the ball, whatever it needs. Um, I'm willing to sacrifice for those guys, and I know they're willing to sacrifice for me. So I'm grateful to be in this position, and I feel good. Winning football games is real fun. <laughs> You're a win away from getting bowl eligible and trying to rewrite the back end of this season. Uh, 
what has to happen over the next couple of games for BYU to continue this trend and, and keep going in the right direction? Consistency. I think uh, obviously we had our short our short yardage uh, issues in the first half, but we we finished them in the second half. And obviously we come down a fourth fourth and goal and with the game on the line. And uh, coach trusted us to make plays. And that's that's my job as a receiver to go out there and make a play. And they put the ball up in the air. So that's what we do. Just just consistency across the board. I mean, the second half I thought we moved the ball a lot better. We, I didn't think they. They were really good defense. They, we, we knew that they were a, a really good pass defense, but I felt like we passed the ball well. We're confident in ourselves. When we play confident, I believe we're one of the best teams out there, and I think that showed tonight. Everybody felt that little bit of swagger. I know we, we were going through a little bit of a slump, but you make one play, and that's how sometimes that's all you need. You're an eight-and-a-half-point underdog coming into this game and had only won one game on the blue as a, a program before tonight. Is, is there an added dynamic to this win? If so, what is it? Um... Not as, uh, it was the game that we had on Saturday. We got we got some messages from Tyler, um, from Zach, from uh, some of the guys, Neil, uh, some of the former players, and it was a nice message because they still believe in us. I know it's been uh, Cougar Nation. We've been going through the grind, but it was nice to hear some of the messages from the former players and guys who kind of been through. Obviously, you know, you don't not everybody's been through a four game losing streak, but they believed in us and uh, every every man in that locker room. We believe in each other, so it was fun to for everybody to have that belief and for us to come out with the victory. Yeah, last one for you. I know you talk about the eye in the sky when you go back to film review and you talk about your brothers a lot your brothers are really hard on you and you like this what's the conversation going to be like with your brothers after tonight's game oh man um early in the game i got a lot i got touches on the outside i had a solo bark i had an orbit on their boundary where mason and isaac pick up two for two and i'm left one-on-one and i didn't make the guy miss he had a good form tackle on me and then we came back to me to the field in a, in a sweep a jet sweep Isaac Kibo and Mason out there, and once again one on one, and they're leaving me. They're leaving me to make the guy miss, and I didn't do it. So that that was thinking out. That was thinking through my mind the whole time. I I, I owe I owe my brothers. I know they were. The, that's the ones they're going to talk to me about. But I owe, also owe my teammates that when they give me the ball and those guys are out there, I know they're fighting their their butts off. I was about to swear. <laughs> they're fighting their butts off, but um, I got a lot of plays I can get better on for sure. <laughs> You won the game, whatever. Let's talk about you not making guys miss, right? <laughs> exactly. I know that's that's Samson's first text for sure. And Kai's gonna be like, "Hey, on that front, uh, on the, the the field run to the back, you had the mic back on the block. I hit him, and we we stalemated, and then he got outside of me, and he made the play. So I know he's gonna kill me for that. Like, yeah, the blocking plays, I did not block well. Coach Fest gonna be mad. A Rod, Coach Funk, I'm sorry. I, sometimes number zero, he's a big guy. <laughs> 52, 58, all those mic backers, they didn't want to stay in the box. They were trying to come get me. <laughs> Puka, great stuff. We appreciate the insight. Congratulations and enjoy a well-deserved bye week finally. Right. I know. Exactly. I'm, I'm sleeping. Go to Marley's Barbecue. Marley's Harley Davidson on 1800. You see me there at breakfast. <laughs> Thanks, Puka. Of course. Hey. <laughs> Go Cougs, baby! Oh, good stuff. <clears throat> it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that guy. Uh, genuine and... and um, I mean, even admitting that he was about to swear, stuff like that. But he's a, <laughs> but he, he's a true leader for us, and, and by example. But uh, just to, just because he's genuine and he's real, and and uh, everyone can feel it from him. And, and he's he does the the amazing thing is you listen to his recall, he, he being able to recall all the, the different plays that happened and and where he thinks he needs to do better. Um, that that's why the guy loves <laughs> ball. I mean, he he, he has this. This unbelievable uh, ability to just think about the plays that he already knows that he messed up on. And when you can do that and evaluate it that quickly, and he's telling guys, hey, keep blocking like that. I promise I'll make the play. Uh, it's hard not to trust him.
<coughs> Excuse me, Kalani. <coughs> so working with this. I can take over. You want me to take over the iPad? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> I do want to get one last thing in. Um, Spencer said he felt like it was like 20 plus targets. It was only 19. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, if, if you ask him, he could take 20 more. So, but the, the, uh, the thing that I liked is um, Jaron was able to share the ball, so many different targets, and guys stepped up and made plays, made catches, and, um, and, and I think the key was establishing a run game so we can keep the, the, the play-action pass worked because um, we were able to establish a run play, and, and, and they thought that it was play-action even after we were able to, to get, we got it twice, the, the screen to Ropati. And um, that's just great execution, but that's also keeping uh, defenses on their heels and a great defense, a team, a defense that, that has shown that they, they can uh, stop the run and try to get you in a bad position. And uh, I give credit to our players and our coaches for making it happen. Great night, great weekend. After 10 long, hard weeks, you've now reached uh, your bye week. Let's take a look at your schedule. So Utah Tech on the 19th gives you yeah. a week off. How do you plan to get ready for that? Yeah, we'll get, get to work. I mean, we, you know, we had a great lift and, and practices yesterday and today, and we'll do the same thing again tomorrow. And then uh, we'll have guys uh, have an opportunity to catch up with our academics and um, a little bit, because all the traveling guys got behind a little bit, so we got to catch up and, and uh, also have the weight room open for them on Thursday and Friday. So uh, we, then we have our, our game plan and everything in place for Utah Tech going into next week. And uh, we get an early start on that. And then obviously that's our, our focus is to just, uh, you know, play this last game for our seniors and some of our out, outgoing juniors and, and try to get the win for them. And then, uh, you know, another part of that is, is being bowl eligible and, and making sure we get that done next weekend. You were four and five, chance to finish eight and five. Yeah. I mean, Down just, the line, I know. Yeah, you know, I just want to get to one and oh next week. And that's, that's what it is. So that's, that's all we're going to focus on right now. <laughs> Could you see this season, though, being a bit of a springboard if you play it right? Yeah, I think there's a lot of lessons to be learned in this season. And, and I, uh, I know people want to focus on just the, the wins and losses, but there's a lot of progress that's being made and, and, and things will get us ready for not only this, this week, but able to extend the season, get the valuable practices, the extra practices and development for our bowl game, and then uh, go into off-season conditioning and all that stuff, spring ball and everything ready for our, um, our entrance into the Big 12. Okay, BYU's off this weekend, but uh, when the Cougars return to the gridiron, BYU TV and BYU Radio will have the Cougs covered. Here's our Utah Tech game day broadcast plan. BYU Sports Nation game day and Cougar pregame live before the game. The game itself on BYU TV and BYU Radio, and then postgame coverage afterward on both BYU TV and BYU Radio. It is break time. This reminder that for your day-to-day -day Cougar sports play-by-play, -play, watch BYU Sports Nation with Jerem Jordan and Spencer Linton. Weekdays, noon Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. When we come back, Coach Mark Pope joins the show on this special combo edition of BYU Football with Kalani Sitake and BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. And the coaches go head-to-head -head in Coaches Show Trivia. That's coming up next. This holiday was today. That's S-A-E-L-A-Pest.com. BYU football with Kalani Sitake is presented by Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU athletics. Smith's, fresh for everyone. Brady Industries, honestly better. And by Maersk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner.
Welcome back inside Studio C at BYU Broadcasting for this season's lone combination edition of The Coaches Show. We're covering both football and basketball tonight as one season draws to a close and another one gets underway. Let's now bring in the second half of our coaching dynamic duo as Kalani concludes his seventh season on the sidelines. Mark Pope starts his fourth season as BYU basketball's bench boss. He's already the BYU leader in Cougar career coaching win percentage. And last night, he won his 40th game on the Marriott Center Hardwoods as the Cougars rallied for a stirring win over Idaho State. Please welcome in BYU men's basketball head coach, Mark Pope. This is your seat. No, no, you should, no, I, think, no, you, I was just trying to sit here. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah it, it, for one, yeah, yeah, it, it's yours for the time. Well, since it's half your show, I guess we'll do it your way. <sighs> Those, oh, these oh, chairs oh. fit you perfectly. It's beautiful. Look at this. It's not even fair. You came bearing gifts. I've been bartering to do <laughs> that we do the show together the whole year long. Okay. Don't you think? Well, you missed the whole part of my, my show then. I know, but, but the nice thing is you carry the thing and I just come in for the swan song and just say hello. Okay, I brought yeah. gifts. So, uh, uh, and I, 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 you know, you have just had, recently in the last three months, four months, a newborn baby daughter, yes? Yeah. Super exciting, Miss Sylvia, yes? So Greg and I talked and we thought we would both present you with gifts. You brought your gifts, right? Okay. Yeah, they're on the hall. Okay, okay. so here's the thing. <laughs> All right, here this we is, go. Here's the deal. So there you go. From oh, this, yeah, from those are Sylvia. awesome. Yes. She's in a football family, but she could be a hooper. Oh, she's going to be a hooper. We Satakis all think they can hoop, just yes. so you know. I know. Well, I've seen yeah. your stroke. There you go. You shoot it. Now, so the truth Thank is, you. is this is from me. Okay. okay. We are a very serious shoe family, and Leanne is a very, very serious shoe person. She's right back there. And so she's like, nope, we have to get um, them in all colors. <laughs> oh, so there you go. Wow. <laughs> okay. Now, are those in, are those in sizes that get Yes, she goes. yes, so so you're good. She got four pair of Jordans that last her for the next two years. So, <laughs> so she's in shoes already yes, for like a while. Yes. She can't even talk yet or walk. <laughs> and the popes are spoiling her. So you helped me raise an entitled daughter. It's Thank you. So it's all about the show. <laughs> Thank you, Leanne. Thanks, so Mark. Cool. Appreciate it. This means a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. Coach, thank you. You're welcome. That's very cool. And Leanne has joined us here yep. in the stands. Fantastic. All right. Um, the unique attributes of these of these two coaches include equal parts brain, brains and brawn. Uh, tonight we're going to tap into their cerebral natures <laughs> with some head coach head to head trivia. Let's go. Okay, so the question goes to <laughs> one coach. Do this. I thought it was going to be like a spelling bee or something. <laughs> so it's it's a question to one coach about okay. the other coach. Okay. Okay. We'll start this one. Uh, coach Pope gets the first question. All right. Only 100 miles separate the first pro teams that both coaches played for. Which pro team was Coach Sitake a part of in the NFL? Oh, okay. So only 100 miles. So we have choices there. Okay, so um, this is really hard. I'm going with, if everyone's saying Cincinnati, oh, I'm see, in the monitor I can see Coach's face. I have, he has all the tells, too. Or could I go Indianapolis? Oh, I'm going Cincinnati Bengals. That's right. Let's go, baby. Come on. What? 
Tell us something. Uh, you came out of BYU in 2000. Mm-hmm. What was the process there with the Bengals? Yeah, I mean, I was going there to be a backup fullback and starting long snapper. And uh, I snapped. Like, people didn't know that. I didn't know that? Yeah. I mean, I, I have a good jump shot, but I can snap the ball, too. And, and for long people, snap and short snap. People don't realize the spin you, you have to put on that ball. I know. It's just, right? it's just stuff people don't care about unless you mess up. So. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. But but and, and uh, obviously got was uh, got got hurt and was done. I mean it was a short career, but uh, grateful that BYU gave me an opportunity to get there. So did you know that I played three years of little league football, and my first year I was a center. You had been the tallest center no, in no. the history of. It was incredible. <laughs> it was, and I'm actually trying to recruit myself to your team right now. So what was incredible was think about your quarterback walking to the line and he does not have to bend his knees to take the snap. He just get a stand straight leg, and here we go. <laughs> or, or we you play quarterback and just get a quarterback sneak and just drop, and you get a first down. <laughs> lead, lead forward. Yeah, that's right. All right, this one's for Kalani. According to Mark, George Carl fired Coach Pope twice in his pro career. True story. <laughs> from from which two teams was Mark fired? Um, the Bucks. Yes. One of them. George Carl. Uh, didn't he coach at the Nuggets? Yeah. Why did Is you that say right? that? Why did you? Yeah, that's right. Why did you say it with so much joy? Like, which one did you get fired? He got fired. Because <laughs> I, I love the NBA. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I love basketball. I, I wish I could. There was a moment I thought I was going to be a basketball player, and then my body grew like this, <laughs> and I was setting picks and not dribbling the basketball anymore. Let's, your con- let's get confirmation of the answer here. I played for the Indiana Pacers till Larry Bird fired me. Yeah. Then I played for the Milwaukee Bucks till George Carl fired me. Then I played for the New York Knicks till Don Chaney fired me. And I played for the Denver Nuggets till George Carl fired me again. George, I'll never forgive you. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> this is for Coach Pope. In a viral dance video from the spring of 2020, Kalani danced to this pop song. Oh, Which song was it? I'm going, I, I have no idea, but I'm going with Beyonce for sure. It's got to be Beyonce, yes? Yeah, it yeah. is. Come on. Yeah. Let's see. Let's take a look. If no, that's don't show it. Show oh, it. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that is so fire. <laughs> yeah. And who's your, and who's your co-star? What was that? Who's your co-star? That was Sadie, yeah. my daughter, Sadie Rose. I would give anything to be able to dance like that. <laughs> I would give anything to be able to sing, and I'd be able to give anything to be able you, to dance. You don't know how long I was iced up after that game. After that, <laughs> after that game. So, yeah. All right, for Kalani. After BYU beat Gonzaga at the Marriott Center in 2020, Coach Pope went broke buying dinner for The Rock at this local restaurant. Which one was it? Yes, yeah, in and out no. Oh, he said that pretty quickly. You know what's interesting? Is everybody, I thought it was in every, and out. Oh, oh. Is it not? See, Cubby's making a run up the rankings right now. Oh. Well, they're both two places that I would never turn down free food from. So. <laughs> let's, let, let, let's, let's go to the videotape. Go, How much was that, Bill? That's Cubby's target right there. Yeah. And that was a great night. It's a great night. Good stuff. Do they stay up late that 
They did that they night. They did that night. I'm going off of the store hours. You know, Cubby James trying to make a couple extra dollars. I, I, I am a I am a connoisseur of food, so I know what time everything closes in Provo. <laughs> so. For Coach Pope, uh, which honor code approved hairstyle choice did Kalani make a song about back in 2000? Oh, oh wow. my wow. gosh. No you guys idea. are killing me. <laughs> so do did, this. Let me ask you this. When did he was a player did, back did in 2000. Did this particular style? Was he uh, it? The, we, we may get the answer to this. I know the answer to this already. but Okay, uh, I don't know what the answer is, but please let it be a faux hawk. I would love to see a picture. Please <laughs> pull up a picture of, of Coach Satake in a, in a faux hawk right now. Let's go to the tape. Shaved off the bottom half and kept the mustache just for the look. I wanted to see what it looked like in the mirror, and it looked really funny. But I just thought, hey, no, I'll just give it a shot and just see what TJ what, it, what luck it brings. Look at that. <laughs> They were, yeah. They, they still can't. They were trying to, to, the try to die a little bit, huh? Yeah. Unfortunately, that's the last time I, I sported that look. <laughs> uh, for Coach Satake, uh, on which floating apparatus in oh, the spring wow. of 2021 did Coach Mark Pope stand and wave a BYU flag? On which floating apparatus? Are you serious? Did Mark this Pope stand on and wave a BYU flag? Those are your choices: glacier, rubber, duck, float, air mattress, or log raft. Glacier. He's he's seven feet tall, <laughs> so he can wave a flag wherever he wants. Um, Everyone likes glacier. This is glacier. Is, it, is that it? Let's let let's find out. Rise and shout, baby! The coolest. Oh. We out. Yes, sir. We on our way to fame and glory. Let's go. Oh my God. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Where were you? You're amazing. That's I was crazy. in Alaska. Yeah. Like we literally were in the middle of like there's this there's literally giant icebergs falling off the wall and we pulled up the boat and you know these things flip all the time. So Yeah, it would have flipped with me. It would have just went For Coach Poe. Kalani Sitake can dislocate a part of his body. Oh dear. Oh gosh. Which body part is it? I'm going shoulder. Yeah. <clears throat> That's right. Can you do it right now? Oh, well, don't no. do it. Don't do it. Oh, I can do both. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> do we have Do we have video tape? Uh, My shoulders. I can pop them out. They sublex. Ooh. Fun fact: Kalani can partially dislocate both of his shoulders. So if you see that on the sidelines, don't worry. He may have just had a really hard sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Blessing or curse, Kalani? Uh, it's right. worth every second I got on the field in, in the stadium. <laughs> yes. so. and, and for Kalani, which song did Mark Pope rap in Midnight Madness of this year? This is Eminem and these are your song, options. wasn't it? I think it was Eminem, Lose Yourself. I remember seeing that, and I was, I was feeling it. Yeah, I was feeling it. Here we are. Bro, I don't mind that little glacier, but I know this. <laughs> Like, I couldn't hear the music, but I could hear the rock 
like seeing it back to back, I couldn't believe it. It was actually so fun. Pretty surreal. Like, huh? That was actually super cool. It's like you thought this might actually be a lot of fun. Like oh, if I man, if I could head coach my, musician, head coach musician. Yeah. That's awesome. By the way, I love that one. I, I knew that one from the from the start, but I didn't know the glacier. Um, but I, I can tell you one thing. One thing I was really really impressed with when we did the uh, the storm of the court. Yeah. On, when that first happened and. And seeing it happen, it was awesome. So I, I think. Uh, and he was coaching up the guys, rock on that. This guy has yeah. visions, man, of BYU basketball, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm honored to be here on on staff with him and be here on the campus yeah. and spend time with him. We we've been able to spend a lot of time with the other coaches and and uh, get a lot of feedback and some information. From I mean, it helps train us, and so it's just a lot of fun. But I'm 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 glad Mark Pope's with us. And, and you guys both sit here with the support of uh, your loved ones, and some are in the stands with us here tonight. And I know that uh, uh, you you constantly and deservedly pay credit to those that uh, help you and support you in your current jobs right here. Yep. It's awesome. Here's it's Leanne. Awesome. Hi, Leanne. <laughs> so I'm right. going to lie. The, the shoes were 100 pounds. <laughs> she saved us. <laughs> we appreciate it, though. Bonnie, awesome. who do you have with us here? That's my uncles, my dad family right there so pops say hi pops yeah pops hey I'm not, I'm not gonna lie pops pops must have 10 times better than yours was like <laughs> that's <laughs> the real deal right there pops can still bench the house right Ooh, now so you know. <laughs> yeah. okay let me ask you this all right we got some social media q a for the coaches next stay with us as we continue with kalani zitake and mark but we're back in a minute that's all So welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Zitake and BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, presented by both Intermountain Healthcare and Siegfried and Jensen. Time for some social media Q&A. Coaches going head-to-head -head, uh, tonight uh, with, uh, with Connect Four as we do our thing. Explain, explain this really quickly here, Mark. Connect Four, one of the great games in the world. It is a true <laughs> thinker's game. Uh, only, only real genius minds can compete in this game. All right, I'm just going to ask you questions as you guys play. So okay. you guys oh, do your this thing. Is hard. All, All right, right. Go first. Uh, social media question Was number one middle? coming in from Jody. Uh, who's better? He asks, Pope as a football player or Sitake as a basketball player? It's not even close. It's not even close. I've seen Coach shoot it. Coach Sitake is a basketball player. Okay. Uh, question right. two from Sarah. Coach next, Pope, my, next one. my son wants Here? to know if you knew that Spencer Johnson would hit the game winner last night. Um, you want the politically correct answer? You know what we live with? We live with a lot of hope. And so... Uh, Spencer, the one thing about Spencer Johnson, he has paid his dues for a long time to be ready for that moment. And when you've paid your dues for as long as uh, he has, you usually make the shot. And he did, man. It was beautiful. You only get one shot. Do not miss it your chance. It was beautiful. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> question three. Uh, Kalani. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time concentrating I know. That's here. the challenge. You keep blocking. Uh, Kalani, could, yeah. uh, could you and I defeat Mark Pope in two-on-one? Ooh. You and I? <laughs> Could the two of us oh, beat him in two-on-one? You guys are cheaters! <laughs> well, no, no, now you got me really thinking. I want to do it. Listen, yeah, we can beat him. Okay. It's, it's we got team, two people. Team sport. Somebody's always open. Yeah, it is team a team sport. sport. Yeah. Somebody's team always sport. open. All right. Okay. Um, what am I supposed to do here, guys? <laughs> okay. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's like fair Price enough. is right. They're all telling you, no, higher, <laughs> lower. Okay, I got to block this guy. Yeah. That's, that, that, that's the only okay. move. You're playing like. Oh, yeah. You're playing like your full court press last night. <laughs> it's hard to answer questions at the same right time. Here. I kid you not. 
<laughs> oh, I know where it's. Oh, what, am I not supposed to do that? You guys are killing me. I'm just gonna do. Oh, he's going diagonal. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I, I, oh, you sneaky guy. All right, well, stupid well, game. Well, Kalani ponders uh, safe. Okay. The, the sense of despair. Pope set me up, guys. He's trying to squeeze me like the full court right. press. Um, yeah. For oh, for each coach. Are there any co are there any players you wish you could steal for your team? Oh, oh. I I'd take Foose in a heartbeat. Yeah. I take. Uh, <laughs> what would Foose be? I take yeah. Spencer too. I take I take the whole team. Yeah. I take them all. I would. Yeah. I really would. And they could they can play they can play football. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure this Jaron Hall can can hoop a little bit, and I'm pretty sure because I saw him play in high school. This Puka Nakua can yeah. can play too. Blake Freeland can play too. Yeah. Yeah, and then, then there's a bunch of guys that think they can play, but they can't. Especially, <laughs> especially right now, we're so small. We take we take the whole offensive line. Let's go. Okay. Is it my turn? Are you stalling? All right. I am because um, I, I am not. This is not my game. This game may finish during the break. Um, great questions, good answers. Let's promo the fact that next Tuesday you've got a solo show. Uh, Kalani's off with the bye week next week, so next it. Tuesday it is BYU basketball with Mark Pope, the solo show with the coach. Next Tuesday at 8:30 Eastern time. Coming up next. Coach Pope taking center stage when BYU basketball with Mark Pope continues as the drama continues here in Studio C. Back in a bit. BYU basketball with Mark Pope is brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years, and by Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU Athletics. All right, it is officially now BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, presented by Siegfried and Jensen. Elvis has left the building. We say thank you to Kalani. It was fun. Come on. How great is Kalani? He's the best. I mean, he's the best. And how fun was this weekend? This game is, you know, it was, it was super fun. I, I got to watch the whole game, which I don't always get to do. Boise game you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. And to watch, like, you know, to, everything they overcame through that game to finally come up with a win. I love it. I love sport. It's awesome. Last night was awesome. And well, this season is suddenly already underway. Uh, there were two games you had under the lights at the Marriott Center in the last week. One was an exhibition. Last night's counted in the standings. Let's just quickly take a look at some, at some video from both games. There was a tune-up against, uh, against Ottawa of Arizona, leading us into the Idaho State game. What did you like about getting some of your guys, though, in the building under the lights first time? Yeah, it's super important. We have so many new guys, and we're so new together. And, and uh, it was just really important to get the guys on the court. As it was, uh, did we just play last night? Was it just last night? It was last night. Um, but every time we get these guys on the court is, is really valuable for us right now because we get to grow so much every time we're out there. And this uh, team from Ottawa was super spirited and they played with a ton of paces. So it was a really fun night. It was a fun game. They were spirited. Their name is the spirit. Yeah. Yeah. There exactly. you go. Uh, and uh, Jackson Robinson, Rudy Williams, yep. first games in uniform, really had nice yep. nights. Yep. Uh, fun all around. We got great contributions from everybody. Um, and that's what you look for, kind of your last exhibition tune-up, is to get a chance to get on the court and try and guard and try and play together. And I was really proud of the guys' effort. It was terrific. Then last night at the Marriott Center, BYU's regular season opener against Idaho State. Cougs last lost to the Bengals back in the late 70s. So BYU took a nine-game win streak over the Bengals into last night's get-together. And we go right late in this one. A huge three from Gideon George to help make this thing a game again when it was maybe, you know, with five points could have been seven or eight, and then you made it two. Yeah, and, and not just five points, but five points in a really low-scoring game. So it yeah. felt like 12 points, right? Uh, but and guys, here's the moment. Yeah. This is late, and this is a game winner for Spencer Johnson. Yep. 
It's a dagger. Ooh, good reaction from the stands, too. I like that a lot. Next and possession, you got to defend it out. And a contest, a rebound by Spencer. Yep. He gets fouled, made a couple free throws, and that's how you close this one out. Yep. Fantastic. Really proud of Spence. I mean, in the last 11 seconds of the game, he scores five points and grabs, grabs a game ceiling rebound. So pretty, pretty fun night for him. And, you know, on a night when you get outshot from the field, the arc and the stripe, turn it over 23 times, uh, had an 0 for 10 shooting drought at one point. Those yeah. things that, you know, sometimes a team goes away and yeah. you didn't and you stayed yeah, with it. And, and I thought our guys stayed hopeful and they stayed pretty composed and pretty focused the whole night. There were times when we went sideways. We're going to learn how to be tougher together as a team. But overall, I think it was a, in, like an incredibly valuable experience for our guys. Spencer Johnson, uh, one of three Cougs in double figures, 11 points, six rebounds, two steals, and of course makes the game-winning three, the game-securing rebound, and the game-sealing free throws all in those closing yeah. seconds. I mean, I, I talked about his story all day yesterday. You know, I'm telling you what's super special about Spence is his college career has, has not been easy. He was for three months at Weber State, and then he was for four months at Utah Valley, and then his coach abandoned him there, and then he, he went to Salt Lake Community College. Who's his coach, Who's his coach that abandoned him? I was his coach. Okay. And, and, and he went to Salt Lake Community College, which takes a lot of courage uh, to step away from Division One to go to a junior college to give himself another chance to be recruited, and then played great there, and eventually came here to BYU, and then spent the, so we're three years in now, and then he spent the last two years uh, playing great basketball, but never having an opportunity to start a game, won a ton of games in a supporting role, and all the while never looked sideways. Just was like, he never, he never got discouraged. He never tried to take the easy road. He never said this is not fair or acting entitled. He's just like, I'm gonna keep working and keep working and keep working and keep working. And that's what happens. That's why you can have your first start ever and have a finish to a game like that is because he just hung in there and hung in there and hung in there and earned it beyond any shadow of a doubt he earned the opportunity and he seized it and he was ready. And it's, it's, a, it's, it's one of the great sports, stories in sports um, about someone sticking with it and, and it makes me so happy for him, and it's, you know, it, it, it's it's just special. He doesn't have Foose's body now, but is it my imagination? Was he a little, maybe a little bigger, a little stronger? Coming in Seventeen pounds, seventeen pounds since last season. So he's super excited about that. He's a couple shy of of, of two hundred, and he's trying to get to that two zero zero. So we'll see if he gets there before the season. Speaking goes. of Foose, tenth uh, career double double last night: fifteen points, eleven rebounds, and three assists. Let's not overlook those. They were second to Dallin Hall's four on the night. Yeah, and you know, Foose is uh, Foose can be so productive in such a quiet way. He was not quiet yesterday. Um, he came up with, especially down the stretch, he saved us on the offensive glass, seven offensive rebounds in the game. That's really incredible on a team that's got tremendous size at the three and the four and the five, uh, like Idaho State does. And for Foos to, to just dominate the offensive glass like he did for both teams, he actually single-handedly out-rebounded Idaho State on the offensive glass. So he had a huge performance for us in a night where we didn't make a lot of shots. He, he, he cleaned up a lot of stuff for us. Great start to the week, which ends at 19th ranked San Diego State on Friday night. They beat Fullerton last night, 80 to 57. Four Aztecs in double figures. Uh, Darian Trammell, the transfer from Seattle, I think yes. it is, uh, had 18. Uh, and they're ranked early for a reason already. Yeah, they're a good team. And, and uh, you know, they, they're, uh, I think they have five of their eight or six of their eight rotation guys are all seniors and super seniors. Names we know, veteran, yeah. Veteran, veteran team. And we've had such an incredible rivalry throughout the last decade or two decades. And, and in our tenure here, you know, it's been so fun. Uh, you know, it was an overtime game here my first year that we lost, and then and we've won the last two. And so uh, it's a really fun series. It's going to be a huge challenge for us. Can't wait to get to it.
Yeah, including a win in Viejas last time BYU went there. So coverage of BYU in San Diego State uh, starts one hour before tip-off Friday night with the Cougar pregame live at 9.30 Eastern. To tip, to tip at 10.30 Eastern on BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143, and the BYU Radio app. Mark Durant joining me for the call at Viejas. And we take a look at the early season part of the schedule now. Idaho State in the rear view, San Diego State this weekend, and then a couple home games before your trip to the Bahamas. Yeah, it's a, it's a schedule. I mean, you look at this Bahamas trip and there's a good chance we're playing by the time we get there. Three teams are all ranked in the top 25, so we're super excited about that. And we got a lot of work to do between now and then also. There will be 15 non-conference games. You see 12 of them there, and then a 16-game WCC schedule. As we go to break, here's this week's trivia question presented by Breeze, the official hometown airline of BYU Athletics in partnership with the San Bernardino International Airport. Which of these two former BYU football and basketball players had the higher career field goal percentage on the hardwoods. Was it Bronson Kofusi or brother Corbin Kofusi? That's the question. The answer coming up after this. All right, so we are back with Coach Mark Cope, and we have trivia presented by Breeze, the official hometown airline of BYU Athletics in partnership with the San Bernardino International Airport, uh, which of these two former BYU football and basketball players had the higher career field goal percentage on the hardwoods, Bronson or Corbin Kofusi? Just field goal percentage, straight percentage. I'm going Corbin because I, th- oh, I was And it's wrong. Bronson, oh. and it's Bronson, but we have an asterisk, and I'll explain it. So Bronson shot 60, yeah. Corbin 59, but Bronson was 9 for 15. Corbin was 119 for 203. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so so Bronson played a little bit. Yeah. Corbin played a lot and took a lot more shots, but they are both they are both pretty good shooters. And what's special about both those guys? One on a surface level, they were unbelievable rim protectors. Unbelievable. Like I would give anything to have those guys on the team right now. And second, I mean, are you ever going to meet two people in your life with bigger hearts than those two guys, man? There's so much joy. They're beautiful. They're, they're special people. I still run into them occasionally, and it's always a fun, fun encounter. All right, as we close things out, uh, our last break, we, we, we had you and Kalani playing Connect Four. People don't know how it turned out. I think we have video of, of how this thing did turn out, and it was a dramatic ending. And, uh, and, and Kalani, a fateful drop there. <laughs> and so, Mark, all you had to do was just, it's, it's a layup, and there you go. Connect yeah, 4 became you, Connect 5. I'm telling you, it was me against the whole studio audience <laughs> and Kalani. He was trying to pull it down. They're like, no, no. Good to have you back. Look yeah. forward to the season ahead. Thank you guys for being Thanks here. Thanks for all being here, folks. Have a great week. See ya.